Hello and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. We're back on the road reviewing another great taco place from another great Midwestern taco town. We've been here a few times before, Lawrence, Kansas. We're back in Lawrence, a great taco town. Remember, if you'd like Taco the Town to visit and review a taco place in your town, we're ready and able to come taste the tacos in your town. But we do have some simple stipulations for our Taco the Town crew when we arrive in your town. Number one, we prefer to spend a whole week in the town before we record the show to get a feel of the town and the townsfolk there before we review the taco joint in your town. So we'll need a week's stay at your finest hotel or motor lodge. Number two, we'd like sweaters or hooded sweatshirts uh, sewn by your town seamstress or maybe a hat that has the name of your town emblazoned on it to wear while we are in your town. Something comfortable and fluffy, preferably. Number three, We'd like to meet and speak with your town's mayor. Just a quick sit down sometime while we are in town where we can talk about your town's taco economy. That's it. Just those three stipulations. Nothing too out of the ordinary. So if you can make that happen, we'd love to come review the tacos in your town. Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at and That place will go unmentioned until the government tells me that I can talk about it. Today we'll be reviewing another great taco place in the Kansas City, Lawrence area. Today we're in Lawrence. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places with us and taco memories. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Taco the Town, Taco the Town. Taco the Town, Taco the Town. Let's find out what Taco Place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Taco Zone. We've been wanting to do this one for a while now. It's one of our favorite taco places in Lawrence, located at 13 East 8th Street in historic downtown Lawrence, right there, right off of Mass Street. The hours are Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 10. They are closed Sundays and Mondays. Taco Zone is Lawrence's favorite traditional Southern Californian-style taqueria. Their slowly braised meats are made from scratch and served in tacos, torta sandwiches, burritos, and their signature beautifully crafted nachos royale. Their prices are easy on the pocketbook. Their service is on point, and their flavors will blow your mind. Every batch of tacos is made from scratch at Taco Zone. Taco Zone is always at the top of the best of Lawrence list. Get in the zone and go to Taco Zone today. I just made that up. If they want to use that in their ads, they can because I think it's gold. I think it's advertising gold. I don't know if our guest agrees. Let's meet this week's guest. She's a native of Low Farm, Manitoba, Canada. She's a singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist based in Lawrence, Kansas. That's right. Piano, bass, guitar, harmonica, accordion, lap steel, melodica, (laughs) and drums. 
She's a veteran session player. She released her first solo LP, Pony Show, available on Lotus Pool Records back in 2016. Welcome to Taco the Town, Heidi Lynn Gluck. Thank you, David. Thanks for being on the show. Now, I understand you were kept up late last night with a lot of taco dreams and taco, just you had all this taco information like flooding these, into your head. It's true. Like all these memories of tacos. Like it was like my life in tacos. Like what was the taco I was eating as a child when I got married, you know, growing up on a pig farm. It was always pork when I was a kid and like how that, tra- how my taco feelings transition <laughs> through my life. <laughs> so what is the taco scene like in Canada? Growing up, were you a taco eater? Or? Oh, yeah. Well, we, we would just get like the box tacos, old El Paso. And we, I grew up on a pig farm, so we had our own freezer full of ground pork. So it was always pork, like greasy pork. And we never strained the grease out. So you were eating like really greasy pork tacos. Like just orange. Our plates were just like orange <laughs> after. It was so good. <laughs> and uh, iceberg lettuce. Cheese. Cheddar cheese. We grated it ourselves because there wasn't really pre-grated cheese when I was a kid, I yeah, guess. Yeah, so I kind of came yourself, out like later. Yeah. And I, that was my job. Grate the cheese and then like eat handfuls of it while you were grating it. Usually some green onions, tomatoes. What was your salsa situation like? We say? would use like the terrible pat, the taco sauce. Okay. Oh, here's another thought that came into my head last night in sleep, in my lucid dreaming. <laughs> In Canada, or at least the part of Canada I'm from, people call them tacos. Tacos. I've heard <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. So taco sauce. Taco sauce from the package. And then maybe sometimes we would get pace. But pa- yeah, you know, like pace. Mi- extra mild. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the green stripe on it. Yeah. yeah. Mild pace. Yeah. With the big chunks Maybe of- it's pace. I don't know. I think it's pace. Pace <laughs> picante, yeah. They had the famous commercial with uh, New York City. Get a rope. Remember that no, one as a no. kid? Did they have that? I don't. Camp? Yeah. I don't think so. There were cowboys around a campfire? No, like Mexican cuisine was not a thing in Canada. It's there like were the no exact, Mexican restaurants. You're on the exact opposite end of, of yeah. Mexico. So. However, we had a bunch of immigrants from Mexico, but they were Mennonites. So they were Germans who went to Mexico and stayed there, and then they immigrated to Canada. So, like, I had a, f- they were like all like blonde, toe headed. German-looking kids, but they all spoke Spanish and German, like kind of this weird hybrid. And we had my friend Susie come over once, and we made tacos. And like my parents were so impressed at how like she managed her taco show. <laughs> no spills. <laughs> no spills. They still talk about it. <laughs> so there are there in your neighborhood, or I guess, um, you, how far away from uh, Winnipeg were you? We're about an hour. Do they have from Mexican Winnipeg. restaurants in Minnipe- Winnipeg? There was one that I knew of. Well, there was Taco Bell. So I can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. And there was a chain restaurant called Chi-Chi's. Oh, yeah. We had Chi-Chi's yeah. here for a while. Yeah. They, they advertised their fried ice cream a lot. I think they invented... They might be the inventors of fried ice cream. It. Yeah. Bless them. My parents would not. They never took us to Chi-Chi's. Never, ever. Never? No. But I did go once for some school function or something. It seemed like a, like a party place. And yeah. As a kid, you'd like see Chi-Chi's and be like, people are partying oh, in there. Yeah. Lots of tacos. <laughs> but yeah, my family never went to Chi-Chi's either. No. When I went to college in North Dakota, which was only like two hours away, there were a lot of Mexican restaurants. So I got to, you know, like try the real like Mexican plates, enchiladas, and of course tacos. Do you still eat tacos regularly, or what's your taco intake like? Oh, yeah. I mean, I still make some form of box tacos. 
at home. I like those really thin, crispy shells in the white box. You know the ones? Yeah. Oh, I know those, so yeah. good. They're really cheap, and they're so tasty. So I always get those, and I get mission tortillas, flour mm-hmm. and corn, and usually pork, actually. Ground pork. Still pork? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes beef. Yeah. And then um, I come to Taco Zone a lot. I go to some other restaurants in town, too. Yeah. I eat tacos probably weekly. What are some of your other favorite taco places in Lawrence? In Lawrence? I like La Estrella. I like um, La Peria. I like their tamales. Did you ever go to um, um, La Familia when it was around? Just a couple times. I kind of missed that. And now yeah. they're closed. Yeah. My, I have a couple places. Taco Bells here. I haven't eaten Taco <laughs> Bell for, I would say, 15 years. Really? Really. So you have never had a Double Decker Taco Supreme? No. Cheesy Should we skip this crunch. meal? <laughs> no. It's okay. I want to, yeah, I have some Taco Bell news stories I'm going to run by you later. So okay. um, hopefully you won't That used to that. be my tour food. Like when I was 21 or whatever, I was on tour with these two women who were much older than me. They were in their late 30s and they're health nuts. And so we'd stop at a gas station. I'd like run as fast as I could to go get Taco Bell while they ate nuts and apples. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. So when did you first move to the U.S.? Was that in college? Yeah, I was 17. I went to the University of North Dakota. Are those the bison? What's their mascot? No, they're the fighting. They were the fighting Sioux. Sioux. Yeah, that's right. And now I don't know what they are. Fighting something more appropriate. Right. Kangaroos. Fighting roos. Fighting roos, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's UMKC. They might mm-hmm. be the only, I think they're the only mm-hmm. mascot with kangaroo in, in the United I States. I don't know. But. Yeah, that's weird. Why? Where does that come from? <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Kansas City has a long tradition of kangaroos. Like wild kangaroos, oh, yeah. <laughs> like back in the 1700s. Yeah, it makes sense. They killed them all off. But mm. so, it's, so you said you were just at a wedding and Taco Zone catered it. Yeah, two days, three days ago. How was that? Amazing. When I found out that's what was happening, I was pretty pleased. I think I texted you right away. <laughs> <laughs> you did, and I was jealous because I always like to go to weddings with tacos. Yeah. Because it's just another chance to eat tacos. It's funny. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's funny for me because growing up in Manitoba, it was always very traditional food. We were farmers. It was always meat and potatoes. Tacos was like a fake meal to us. So to go to a wedding here and know that people are accepting of that as real food, (laughs) it's kind of nice. Like my parents would have complained about that for days if they had to go to a wedding and eat tacos. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's kind of like me and spaghetti. That's a fake meal for you? Like if I went to a wedding and they had spaghetti, it would be kind of weird. <laughs> it would be weird with the white dress and everything. Yeah. yeah, that would be strange. So I have an ad here that plays on Taco the Town for Lotus Pool Records, and I have described your music in this way. You tell me if I'm off or on right. with this description. I describe the music of Heidi Lynn Gluck as an entrapping siren song, beautifully crafted melodies that invite you in, caress you, and rock you like a velvet hurricane. That's exactly how I would say it. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I'm pretty accurate with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, that's okay, exactly good. right. I always felt that Especially was Especially the velvet part. Velvet, yeah. yeah. Good. I, wasn't, I didn't want to give false advertising to your music. Yeah. But I'm glad you approve of that. I approve. Okay. So you have a gig coming up this week. 
Yeah. This weekend, this Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. At Myers Hotel. Yeah, in, in Tonganoxie. Yeah. What's tell me the story, um, what's going on at this gig? Are you the main act or are there's a bunch of other acts, right? So here's what happened. So the Tonganoxie Hotel is this old or the Myers Hotel is this really old hotel. It's been around for like 150 years. Two women from Lawrence bought it recently and they had just turned the small hotel bar into a an establishment. May they make like these wonderful cocktails with their own garden herbs and everything and I'd seen some friends play there in the past but they would just like set up in the tiny little bar and just play kind of backgroundy music so they asked me to play and I thought well that could be fun I really like those people and what they do and I don't play a lot of shows locally so I thought well I'll just go and like play two hours of Neil Young songs or something you know and then uh, they said no we want we just opened up the entire building we want you to play in the ballroom which is this really cool old-fashioned small community ballroom. Yeah, it looks awesome. It looks like something out of like a 1940s movie. Yeah. It's amazing. There's beautiful tall windows in it and wood floors. It's so nice. And so I thought, well, that's really cool, but I don't think I could fill a ballroom. And I don't don't like have like a three-hour set. I'm not like a restaurant player or anything. So I thought, well, let's put together a show, a review, a show that has like five or six different songwriters that collaborate together and we share duets and maybe have some storytellers or poets reading um so so we did that three months ago we did our first one and it went really well people in lawrence are dying to have earlier shows like this um sold out right that one sold out we unfortunately had to turn people away at the door but people were just really happy to have a seated quiet show and we treated it like a listening room and people responded so and it's the kind of show that it's fun for me because I'm not just playing the same set to the same showgoers and townies right. all the time. I get to just think of like, what song would I want to play once in my life? And yeah. who would I like to sing it with? And I can kind of pick and choose from people in town. Cool. Yeah. Who else is playing? On this song? one will have um, Dustin Kinsey and Matt Suggs. They've played in many bands together over the years. Susanna Johannes, um, Jeff Stoltz, poetry by Mercedes Lucero. She just put out a book. Uh, that's poems um, kind of about math or based on math concepts. And it's, it reads, the book reads like a math book, like a workbook Whoa, from like fifth cool. grade math or something. It's so cool. And I saw her read once. It was gorgeous. Um, and then the last guest is Alex Cheney as a younger songwriter. So we're trying to get like a variety of people. I haven't played with most of these people before in my life, but we've been working all month to put together a show and play each other's songs and choose covers that are fun to play. Awesome. For us, yeah. Do you need a uh, puppeteer for the show? I think we do need a Would you like a puppeteer? (laughs) What's his name? Well, I was thinking of me. I could do a puppet act if you wanted me to. But what's the puppet's name? (laughs) Oh, uh, various puppets. (laughs) Okay. Mostly taco-themed, like, Mm -hmm. storylines. It's a very long long show, though. It's a couple hours long. (laughs) Perfect. Maybe (laughs) you could close the night out. It's an epic uh, puppet. Uh, epic but yeah, um yeah definitely. i could cl- yeah like a 1 a.m slot <laughs> would be great close it down yeah yeah so people can have an early show and stay yeah if they want to see a yeah. puppet yeah. show yeah that's great okay we cool i'll be there great. um i'll just bring all my puppets and we'll just work it out then <laughs> cool. we went on a trip a couple weekends ago down to springfield with the lotus pool records gang and you performed at this cool show called the mystery hour yeah and i think that's supposed to air coming up either this weekend or next weekend um your episode where you performed but that was fun that was a cool trip What'd yeah that was of? really fun it was like a cool old school like bands playing 
in Springfield type gig like uh, Elvis when he used to travel with I'm I'm comparing us to Elvis. <laughs> When Elvis used to travel with multiple acts and they'd perform all in one night at this like old old school theater and it yeah. was pretty fun. Yeah, maybe the review could go on tour sometime. Yeah, that's a good idea. Including the puppets. Yeah, you guys should all, or you could bring it down to Springfield and play that show. Totally. Yeah, so it was you, it was Chris Cardwell, and then you played bass with Sun Eaters. And those are, I guess, so those three episodes will air later this month and next month. Um, but I think Mystery Hour airs on KCWE in Kansas City at like 1230 on late, late Saturday night, Sunday morning. So if people want to check you out on that show, that should be coming up here pretty soon. It's like a variety show. It's like a talk show. The host, Jeff yeah. Houghton, was really fun and cool. It's like a comedy half hour. So. They did a great like pre-filmed roast of Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because they're just uh, bringing the show to oh, KC. Yeah, right. And he did a... Did a <laughs> like all the spots you don't want to miss in Kansas City. Yeah. And then ended up at like Hobby Lobby. Yeah, he's like, if you want to see some art in Kansas City... <laughs> Check out Hobby Lobby. He's like, if you want to check out barbecue in Kansas City, I found this great place called Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> so and then he just kept going. And if you want to see music, go to Guitar Center. That's right. Yeah, that was a great bit. I think he has that on uh, YouTube now, or, or it's oh, okay. been on their Facebook page. But but that was fun. We ate at a place down there called Tinga Tacos, which is a cool taco place down in Springfield. Yeah, Did I you? loved their menu. Yeah, they had an awesome menu. And it was a party in there. The place was, it was nuts. Wait, when rocking. it was two in the morning. It was, yeah, it's a late night. I mean, you got to go in there after hours because it gets crazy. It was crazy. I've never been there when the sun is out, so I don't know oh, what really? it's like. But after the show, yeah, that place was nuts. It was fun. We, it was fun. we met some really crazy people, fun people, cool people, and uh, celebrated and ate tacos with them. Did you like your tacos there? Yeah, I really did. I liked how small they were. Like they were, I got, I think I got flour tortillas. Yeah, I think they were flour. And they wrapped them in, in, um, they have crunchy foil. too. Yeah. Oh, I got one crunchy too. They were wrapped in foil, but like totally manageable tacos. Yeah. Those, I mean, they came out really fast. That place is cool. I mean, it's got a very same vibe as Taco Zone here in Lawrence. Yeah, totally. If Order Taco at the Zone. counter. Yeah. I and wish I would have gotten some of the more experimental ones. I think I went pretty boring. I, yeah, like we me got, too. I think we got the same thing, like yeah. steak one, crunch, steak and one. The crunchy Crunchy one, yeah, um, ground that, beef or yeah. something. I don't think I got the right tacos, but I didn't mind, and I was also I felt bad for very you. drunk. So yes. I don't remember eating those tacos, but they were good, right? Those were tasty. They were good. They were good. <laughs> okay. Oh, those chips were really good. And yeah. the guacamole. Are we yeah. allowed to talk about other yeah. auxiliary oh, yeah. menu items? For sure. Okay. We'll go down there. Oh, yeah. Any sides. Okay. Yeah. And they don't even, they don't but, serve anything oh, that, but tacos, which is cool. Like, they don't even have burritos on the menu, which they, I... Didn't they have tortas? Did they have tortas? I don't know. But the queso, that was good. Yeah. Place is cool. Mm-hmm. I think um, I need to go down there and, and do a show from there, because they do... Definitely. Do, uh, it's maybe, a great... Maybe too loud. It was so loud in there. It would be awesome to do it after 1 a.m. when it's crazy in there. Oh, my God. It would be very loud. So I have a lot of, I have a lot of Canada stuff I want to talk to you Great. about. Because growing up, I was kind of obsessed with Canada. And oh, really? I always wished I was Canadian. Because some of my favorite like comedians were from Canada. Favorite, my favorite comic book artist was from Canada. Who's that? His name's John Byrne. He did a Canadian superhero group called Alpha Flight, and that was one of my favorite <laughs> comic books. Cool. It had Sasquatch was one of the members of Alpha uh-huh. Flight. So, and I, I loved like Wayne's World, Mike Myers, and everything Canada. I was all about it, and I would sometimes in like seventh grade, I started telling people, "Oh yeah, I'm Canadian." Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would lie to people and tell them I was Canadian. <laughs> so I have a lot of. 
just cool. bear with me. I want to run some Canada yeah. stuff by you. Yeah. So you're from Manitoba. I have some Manitoba facts I want to run by you and okay. see if these are all correct. Okay. So Where did you get these facts from? These are off the internet, and oh. the internet is never <laughs> wrong. Right. It's, it's always right. You told me a, a fun fact about Canada is that Manitoba, you have polar bear problems in Manitoba. Is that That's right? A, yeah, in the very northern part of the province. Which you said is like very far away it's from like where you grew up. 10 hours from the border or something crazy, oh, wow. like, like mostly on gravel roads. Far away. Yeah, so they uh, polar bears live there on the ice caps, but of course the ice caps are now melting. So what I heard once, or I saw it on a news show, is that Halloween is basically canceled in Churchill, Manitoba, because the polar bears don't have anywhere to go now, that the ice caps are melted. So they just come into town and like raid the garbage cans for oh food. So everybody has to stay inside <laughs> on Halloween. Yeah, I have a, I have a story here. Churchill... Residents are asked to leave their car doors unlocked in case their neighbors need somewhere to escape from a polar bear. Oh, my God. Is that true? I, I think mean, that's true. Yeah. And Manitoba has the first ever polar bear-only prison for naughty bears who saunter into town. Naughty bears. <laughs> Does that sound right? That sounds right. There's also something on here about children are not allowed to dress like polar bears on Halloween in case... <laughs> they get shot. They get shot. And mistaken for real polar bears? That sounds right. That sounds, yeah. I mean, it sounds, yeah, like from what you're telling me, Halloween is a real. It's risky. It's been canceled. So. Yeah. Gosh. It's a or whole, maybe they just have to do it before dark. But yeah. dark there is probably like 5 p.m. Are there malls in Man- uh, Winnipeg? Or in Winnipeg, Churchill? yeah. Oh. Not in Ch- Churchill, maybe. I doubt Does it. Does Toronto Churchill's have pretty... a really big mall? Who has well, a really um, big... Edmonton. The Edmonton. West Edmonton Mall. Yeah. Is Never it like in. super like 70s there? I would imagine. Have I would imagine before? Oh, awesome. Ooh, We've got some nachos. nachos. Yeah, we would. We've got some famous... Cool. Thank you. Hongo's nachos. Hongo's is mushrooms. Oh, wow. So we've just, we've just got a plate of the famous Taco Zone nachos. All right, here are some other uh, Manitoba facts. Okay. Manitoba is, the, is Canada's largest producer of sunflower seed and dry beans and one of the leading sources for potatoes. Potatoes? Does that really? sound right? Did My dad have... never grew potatoes. Never? But we were from, like, the most fertile part of Manitoba, so okay. it was all, like, grains like wheat and barley and flax and things like that. And you but had... there were lots of soybeans and sunflower seeds near us. We just never grew those things. I'm so going to call bullshit on the potatoes. <laughs> okay. Wrong. I've never heard about can- Canadian potatoes before, so. We did have a big processing plant, or as they would say in Manitoba, processing plant. Process. McCain's. Yeah. So maybe, maybe. Okay. The inaugural Winnipeg Folk Festival was held in 1974 as a one-time celebration to mark Winnipeg's 100th anniversary. It's now a five-day festival. Have you ever played in the I've never Winnipeg? played it. I went to it maybe to nine years ago or something. Emmylou Harris was there that year, so that was fun. It says here that Winnipeg gets a bad rap by everyone, and people never really have anything nice to say about Winnipeg, but it's also, they ra- rarely ever talk lovingly about it. Is it because it's so cold there? It or? might be. It's really, really cold. Does it have anything that it, it's... Redeeming qualities? Yeah. Nice people. Nice people. Pretty nice people. It's sort of like how people from other parts of the United States talk about Kansas City. It's just like, well, it's, just, really like, it's nice. just like, kind of like, it's nice. I mean, it's, people are nice, but there's not really anything to do there. <laughs> <laughs> Winnipeg has some beautiful, you know... Nature, if you like the prairies, doesn't it have the longest outdoor skating rink. It's like, yes, a, yes. yeah, have you ever been on that? Um, yes, 
It's bitterly cold. It has to be. Isn't it a river? Yeah. Or, yeah. I haven't gone through the whole length of it or anything, but I've been, you know, the forks are where the two, there's like a tourist place where the two rivers meet, the Red River and the Assiniboine River, and they have like a skating rink like that kind of goes through these river trails, and then you can go on the river. My friend skates to work. That's awesome. It's awesome. So I love ice skating. How too. early were you ice skating up there? Oh, I was probably three or something. And I mean, we went every, that's what we did from like... I don't know, probably fourth grade through halfway through high school. That's all we did. Ice skating. We would skate every night. We had this old abandoned curling rink in our town. And the fire, fire, the fire department, which was a volunteer fire, fire, fire department, our town had like 200 people in it. So it was the volunteer firefighters flooded the curling rink for the kids to skate on. And they ran, they ran it every night. They took turns running the canteen and selling chips and pick-a-pop beverages, which is a Canadian pick-a-pop brand of soda pop um that's awesome we would skate from six o'clock until eight thirty, and then the last half hour was hockey free hockey and it would be like all ages all genders we would just all just grab a stick and play hockey with a soft puck sounds awesome it was awesome i'm terrible at um skating ice skating but i've always wanted to play hockey but mm. i can't really skate very well didn't it's kind of scary to start now yeah i don't have the ankles for no it. <laughs> I love it. So here are some other weird Manitoban facts. Manitoba consumes, or Manitobans consume the most Slurpees from 7-Eleven in the world. They've held the title for 16 straight years. They have a Slurpee statue in Winnipeg, the biggest Slurpee statue in the world. Have you seen this? I've not seen it. Do you know the location? No, it doesn't say. I do believe this. Why do they love Slurpees so much there? I don't know. Isn't it nuts? I mean, it's like below zero six months of the year or more i don't know but my i remember during basketball season in high school sandy weeb would never show up to practice on time or something and our basketball coach said if you show up practice on time all week i will buy you a 64 ounce slurpee (laughs) 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 and she did it (laughs) but they're really good there the ratios are on the slurpees are good how would you compare canadian slurpees to United States Slurpees. They just know the mix. So they're like in the United States, you never know if you're going to get something really syrupy, but there they're just like perfectly fluffy, <laughs> icy. I always got Coke or Coke and cream soda layered. Ooh, wow. That we didn't have really a 7-Eleven in, in the town I went to high school and we had a Shell station, which is also where we hung out. <laughs> These all the cigarettes. Gosh, I really want to go to Canada and live this life. <laughs> just eat a chip. So we were talking about this honey dill sauce. Mm, yeah. Honey dill sauce is a sauce only available in Manitoba. It was created from a mistake when someone was trying to steal and copy someone else's sauce recipe. It's now become one of the most popular sauces in Manitoba. And you said it's kind of like honey mustard? I don't really remember. I don't know if I've had it. Oh. I don't know. But I will say that dill is one of the most popular seasonings in Manitoba. Like my mom's house smells like dill most of the time. And that's like, uh, you were telling me that's not, that's not pickle. What does dill smell like? Taste well, like? dill goes into pickles. What does dill taste like? If you could oh, describe God. it as a, a color or a uh, sound, what would dill sound <laughs> it's like? It's like green and warm and like... Um, warm green taste sound. Yeah. Okay. I got to get some of this honey dill. Is there any Canadian stores around here where you can buy Canadian stuff? No, but there is a British store. Well, oh, you could Brits. maybe get some stuff. Um, yeah. A couple more uh, Manitoba facts. Winnie the Pooh is named after Winnipeg. That's right. Did you know that? Yeah. I had no idea. Was the author from there? 
I don't remember. I don't know what the... I can't remember. <laughs> and Neil Young is from Manitoba. Yes, my favorite. Is well, he, he was not face? born there, but he went to high school there at Kelvin High School in Winnipeg. So who are your top three? Is Neil Young one of your top three musical influences? Yes. You Neil Young. Well, top three Canadian musical influences? Yeah. Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, and Leonard Cohen. Okay. Um, bare naked ladies. Just <laughs> <laughs> You're the biggest bare naked ladies fan I know. You just, cool. you celebrate all their hits. Yeah. I remember that one show you did where all you did was just play bare naked ladies songs <laughs> the entire night, and everyone was kind of like, "What's going on right now?" And you're just like, "I feel like they definitely have a taco song." <laughs> <laughs> they have to. They have to have mentioned it in the song at some point. I'm gonna run some Canadian slang words past Heidi and see if what these actually mean. She might have some for me too. That are not on my list. What does what does hoser mean? Um, I think the best American English word to describe a hoser would be ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> does it come from I heard it comes from somebody hosing off the ice at hockey games? I true? don't know about that. <laughs> what what is a biffy? Biffy. Biffy. Oh boy. I don't know. Bathroom? No. Toilet. It is okay. Yeah. Toilet. <laughs> All right. What's a two four? A case of beer. A twenty four pack. Yeah. So you say I'm going to get a two four. Hey hosers, I'm going. Yeah. Get out of the biffy. Out- I'm going to get a two four. <laughs> Let me use the biffy hosers. I gotta go get a two four. Two four. Yeah. Okay. Like when I went to college in the states, we said Kate. If you wanted a twenty four pack of beer, you said a case, right? And then I went back to Manitoba one summer and I asked for a case of beer, and they like treated me like shit because they didn't know what I meant. Like, how big? You want two, four, or 12-pack? <laughs> 12-er. What's a toque? Oh, it's like a winter hat. Is it took or toque? Toque. Toque. Yeah, like you would call it a beanie. But I like the classic traditional toque has like the pom-pom on top. Oh, cool. You know? Like a stocking cap. Yeah. Okay. Like the McKenzie brothers wearing exactly. strange brew. Yeah. I think toque is a great word and I still use it. I insist on using it. I love it, it too. I'm going to start using it. Okay. What's a keener? Like somebody, like teacher's pet, like sucks up to the a ner- teacher. A nerdy kid or like Just a like spoiled a, brat? A, um, like a goody two-shoes. I love that that's Canadian. <laughs> that's like the best word. I don't know where it comes from. Oh, because they're... You're being keen. Like keen? you're keening. Keen? Yeah. Keen. Keener. That. What a keener. <laughs> yeah, he's being such a keener. <laughs> so here are a couple of phrases. What you saying? What, what you... What you saying? What you saying? What you saying? Do you ever say I don't that? Know. It's supposed to be like, what are you up to? Is that right? What are you saying? I could see somebody saying, what do you say? Do people say that here? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that one. I don't, yeah. I don't like that one. What about that's jokes? <laughs> okay, my sister-in-law sometimes says just jokes. Just jokes. Just jokes. <laughs> but that's supposed to mean that's funny, right? Oh, yeah, I don't know that one okay. either. <laughs> what about a pogey? Oh, um, I think to be on the pogey, on pogey, on pogey, un- unemployment, UE benefits. Oh, okay. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I haven't heard that one for a while. That keener's on pogey. A right? keener wouldn't be on pogey, but a hoser <laughs> might be. <laughs> hoser's on pogey. Uh, what's a double-double? Oh, that's a Tim Hortons coffee with two creams, two sugars. Yep. What's a Chesterfield? A couch. Couch. Soaker is a beer. A soaker? People still I don't say know that soaker? One. I never heard it. Oh, I think they say that in Strange a Brew. Soaker. Hey, hoser, can I have a soaker? Yeah. I never, never hear that. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's, ding- what's dinged mean if you're dinged? I got dinged by the cops, like for something, or what? 
Um, it says like if you've been financially hit by something, you're yeah. dinged. Yeah. Okay. What's turfed out? Curfed? Turfed. Turfed out. Like, I, like turf. I don't know that one. I don't know. I didn't write down what it means either. So, uh, what's a giver? 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 A giver. Uh, a I giver. I don't have written don't down know. what that means either. You don't? Come on. <laughs> what's a parkade? Like a parking garage? Okay. Is that what it says? Uh, no, I didn't write that down either. <laughs> so, we'll just have to figure out what those last three mean. I'm pretty sure a parkade is a parking garage. Do you have any good ones that I didn't write um, down? I like one that's um, like a hockey term or a sports term is deke, like to deke somebody out. Oh, okay. Do you know what that is? Does that mean you like... Like to fake? Yeah. Yeah, you deked them. Yeah. yeah. That's, we have that here. Yeah. Totally deked me. <laughs> um, do you know the word for men's underwear? No. Gitch. Gitch? Or gotch. Like, I got to get some new gitch or gotch. Exactly. Yeah. I got holes in my gitch. <laughs> This gitch just ripped on me. <laughs> yes. That's what they say? Yeah. Okay. Or my gotch. Yeah. I got a hole in my gotch. <laughs> That's just men's underwear? You're saying that so loud in this restaurant. <laughs> yeah, men's underwear. That's a underwear. good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. I love that one. Oh, man. Mm. I had the double-double, and I just had an accident in my gitch. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Ate too many tacos. That's a good one. Okay, cool. So you told me about your personal taco history. You um, you are a taco lover. You love Taco Zone. I want to get some of your thoughts on some of these taco news stories of the week. Okay. These are the Taco Bell news stories of the week usually because Taco Bell dominates the taco news cycle. So let's <laughs> let's check the taco ticker. Do you think that's part of their mission statement is that we will dominate the taco news cycle? I think so. Okay. They're always in the news. So here we go. Let's check the taco ticker. <laughs> So the first story, a third grader penned a letter to Taco Bell about why they should deliver tacos. This is from Davison, Michigan. Nine-year-old Kinsley James of Michigan asked her mom a few weeks back if she could go to Taco Bell. Her mom, Cindy, said uh, she was unable to take her daughter, so the third grader decided to take matters into her own hands, and she wrote a letter. Dear Taco Bell, the letter begins. Today I really wanted tacos, but my mean mom wouldn't take me, and I'm only nine, so I can't drive to get some myself. She goes on to list several reasons why Taco Bell lovers could benefit from a delivery service. Uh, Someone could be sick without a car or just feeling lazy. Her mom said her daughter has been writing persuasive essays ever since her teacher taught her class taught her in class about them. She's written several letters, uh, like reasons you should let me get my hair dyed or why I should be ungrounded and get my phone back. This one was definitely the best written and she really thought it out. Her mom decided to send photos of her daughter's handwritten letter to Taco Bell. They responded within days, inviting them both to an upcoming Taco Bell convention in Las Vegas, where she'll read her letter to a convention audience. We never imagined that she would get a phone call from Taco Bell, let alone an invitation to their convention, the mom said. Taco Bell spokesperson said that Kinsley's letter further attests the need for the company to provide a delivery service. The fast food chain is launching a pilot program in Indianapolis and has plans to eventually expand it nationwide. Uh, Her mom said that she hopes Kinsley, an aspiring writer who has dreamed of attending Yale University someday, can show others that the power of writing can make a difference. I'm glad she's making a difference (laughs) in the world. (laughs) They have the whole letter here if you want me to read it. You want me to read it? Dear Taco Bell, today I really wanted tacos, but my mean mom wouldn't take me, and I'm only nine, so I can't drive to get some myself. 
I would like to give you some reasons why you should deliver. One reason I believe that Taco Bell should deliver is because what if someone just had surgery and can't drive and they have no family to bring them any? Reason two, what if someone doesn't have a car but really wants to buy your stuff but can't get there? Reason three, or if you're feeling lazy but really want nacho fries. You've never had nacho fries, huh? Nope. Oh, gosh, you're missing out. It's a delicious treat. Reason four, what if someone is too sick and just needs a taco? but doesn't feel like leaving their house. Reason five, think about the people who have too much to do or are on a lunch break and don't have an extra 20 minutes to drive there. Mm -hmm. In conclusion, this is why I believe that Taco Bell should deliver. This is a good way to make more money. Sincerely, Kinsley Lynn James. Those are all great points. What do you think? I'm all for it. Mm. I know for a while their Burger King would deliver, and it was always usually late at night when I would get that Burger King craving and ask them to deliver. I <laughs> I never did. I was at a party once where uh, they had Burger King delivered. Really? Yeah. Not a fan. No, thank you. Um, I just have one thing about that letter. I don't know if you had just had surgery, if you should eat fast food. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything healthy from Taco Bell that you can get? Oh, yeah. There's a oh, thing okay. called a Crunchwrap Supreme. That's healthy? No. Oh. It's like a tostada wrapped in a, with beef, lettuce, tomato... Okay. And then it's wrapped in a fried tortilla. Hmm. It's like a circular frisbee-shaped yeah. okay. item. <laughs> Does it have like a lid on no, it? No, it's it like open a, on top? Is it enclosed? It's enclosed. It's wrapped. Okay. It's like a wrapped frisbee of a tostada <laughs> inside. Have you, You've had that. How often do you eat Taco Bell? Oh, usually once or twice a day. Like yesterday, I think I ate there about three times. Oh, you did not. Yeah. What's the last Taco Bell item you remember eating? say that the only things I ever got from Taco Bell were the Nacho Supreme, hold the refried beans, don't like them. I'm trying to branch out. I'm trying to get used to them now. And I think the other thing was just like crispy taco. Is that what you call it there? Crunchy. Crunchy taco. So I think you that's miss, all I've ever you miss had. the whole like... Um, I've never had like a Dorito shell or Take anything. a run for the border. Um, yeah, that whole like campaign. Fourth meal. You've never had a fourth meal no, before? No, I haven't. Do you think I, you think I could take it? You probably <laughs> wouldn't be able to... Handle I'm it. just worried about my guts. Yeah. Honest. Yeah. That'd be a problem. <laughs> probably shouldn't. I'm not as resilient as I was. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Taco ticker story number two. You've done a lot of touring. You actually talked about this earlier in the show. This might be something you could consider in the future too. Taco Bell mm. realized long ago that their particular model frequently fits in with the lives of touring musicians who work late into the night and often need to hit the road toward their next stop soon after they step off stage. That's when they founded the Feed the Beat program in 2006 to help support more than 1,500 artists and bands making their way on the road, helping fans discover new bands and bands discover new fans in the process. The Taco Bell Feed the Beat initiative started in the form of feeding tourists, touring musicians with $500 in Taco Bell gift cards. Is, was this the program you were part of? I was not. This was before that. I was touring before that, but I think Josh Berwanger was part of this program. I think you're right. It sounds I'm pretty familiar. Sure. I remember Ollie coming home and being like, Dad got a sponsorship to talk from <laughs> So he got a $500 gift card. How long would that last you? Oh, gosh. A couple days, um, couple, maybe a week. Yeah. Especially if you have add fourth meal in there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, breakfast, lunch, dinner. On tour, though, that's usually your first meal, right? Like at 2 in the morning is right. your first. So they are seeking a new crop of bands to add to their touring. Do you think um, I fit there? Yeah. Well, you might, this might not be good for you because of your stomach. <laughs> it might not work out. Oh, sweet. Ooh, so we got tacos. Thank you. Maybe if, 
if we ever do a Lotus Pool Caravan again, maybe they could sponsor, Taco Bell could sponsor. Yeah, that'd, that'd be cool. Good yeah. Idea. You could get like a, the potatoes, the cheesy potato Olay. I would get Nacho Supreme. Oh, yeah. They have quesadillas too. Not a fan. You just made a face. <laughs> Not good. I just like on the Nacho Supreme, I like to get, here's how I would stack it up. I'll get a pretty dry chip. And then dip it, like scoop up some of the meat, get quite a bit of sour cream and tomatoes and okay. a little bit of onion. There was like green onions on it, I think, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I still got that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like them all like gloppy. Yeah. I might, that might be different now or like two in the morning after a few drinks. Yeah. It's still pretty much the same. I think it's their quality. You know, I'll give it a try. Okay. Next time we're on in the Sprinter van. Yeah, that was a great that was tour. That was my favorite part Laser of Laser lights, uh, recessed uh, lighting. Steve Brule on the TV Steve with Rule headphones. Steve Brule on the TV. A big TV. These uh, were not like an airplane-sized TV. This remember like those things TV. we saw driving down the road besides the Vixen RVs? I've been looking mm. at websites of those all last week. You'll never find one. There's only like 257 made yeah. in the world. This guy's selling one, though. No way. Yeah. How much? It's kind of pricey, and it says it doesn't run very well. <laughs> yeah, but... You just park that in your driveway. Just live in it. Just live in it. It's so cool. Go live out in Clinton Park, Clinton Lake. You can park make it run. It. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to buy that thing. Those you things should. are beautiful. If you have not ever seen a Vixen RV, look them up online. They're, They're really wide, low to the ground. They look like like uh, RVs that have been smushed down to look like a hamburger. <laughs> and they're awesome. <laughs> they look like a hamburger. <laughs> they're so cool. All right, well, thanks for checking the taco ticker with me. Let's take a quick break. Okay. We'll be right back after this break. Lotus Pool Records is a proud sponsor of Taco the Town. Staunchly independent and inexplicably eclectic, Lotus Pool has something for everyone. For the iconoclast, enjoy Poster Children's Grand Bargain. Engineered by Steve Albini, their first new album in 14 years. The indie rock stalwarts every turn with a blast of political prog punk. For the pseudo-escapist, there is the wickedly talented Heidi Lynn Gluck and her latest album, Pony Show, like an entrapping siren song. Beautifully crafted melodies invite you in and caress you and rock you like a velvet hurricane. And for those that secretly sneak into their car on their lunch hour and listen to 101 The Fox, there is Sun Eaters, authors of the amazing Taco The Town theme song. A band applying the Juggalo business model to their face-melting musical collection with a dash of smart-ass sincerity. Their new album, Unfathomable Darkness, is coming this Christmas. Remember, all Lotus Pool music can be streamed for free at lotuspool.com, a Lotus Pool tradition since 1999. Buy, stream, enjoy. Even when you feel no one else loves you, Lotus Pool Records loves you the most. Feel the love at lotuspool.com. All right, we've got these Taco Zone tacos here in front of us. We're going to put these tacos to the test. This is Brad Shanks from Taco Zone, and he's just brought us these tacos. What tacos are we looking at here? Uh, you got slow roasted pork, which is a cochinita pabil. You also have chicamole poblano, uh, braised lamb and green olive, and a green chili chorizo and potato. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks. Man, these look great. All right, so which one are which one did you try first? I the lamb and it's ground lamb and green olive. 
Is that what this one is? No, I believe this it's one. that one, yeah. No, it's taco, really interesting. The tacos on tacos are, they've got the tiny, tiny tortillas. I love that. Yeah, and these are corn, correct? Yeah. I'm such a slow eater that, like, if I get a bigger taco on a corn tortilla, it always falls apart, and it's just a mess. These are perfectly dainty, like me. And these have pepitas on them, a little bit of sour cream or whatever that is, and green olives. How cool. They've had this on the menu forever. Oh, man. I, yeah, those green olives are great. I just took a bite. Those are super delicious. And they have a three a three taco for $7 uh, meal that you can get, and you can get any combo of, uh, of tacos with it, and you can get all these different types of fillings for, I would say, what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different types of filling for your tacos. Oh, and you can take those taco fillings and put them on the nachos. When you order nachos, you choose one of those fillings. And the nachos were awesome. Yeah. Nachos are really good. The cheese or whatever. Oh, and I also really like their pickled um, vegetables on the side. Yeah. I think they do a great job with the color of their tacos here. Beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful. They're always beautiful. Give me a... Hold up one of your tacos. I'll take a picture of you with a taco. Oh, okay. So what do you normally order when you come to Taco Zone? Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the best way to do Taco Zone is to come on Friday. During happy hour, they have $3 Cadillac margaritas. One of these for $3, and they're so great, and they're like the perfect Friday night drink to like set your evening into motion. And the best way to do it is to come with friends and... Like, if I'm just, like, with one friend, I'll order the nachos and we'll share them. And usually I put pork on them. Um, sometimes I'll just get, like, one or two tacos and then share some other things. Now that I went to that wedding and tried the kale salad that they have here, I think I'll probably get that every time. It's, I like got this, like, sesame dressing. It's really delicate. Also, in winter, I bet I will get their mac and cheese a lot. They did a mac and cheese for restaurant week last year. And it was such a hit that they kept it on the menu. So you get the mac and cheese, and they'll put pinto beans and whatever taco meat filling you want on it. So good. Sounds awesome. It's amazing. Do they have that here today? Yeah, they do. Mm. It sees cheesy mac and cheese on the chalkboard. Wow. I mean, yeah, I just, I knew I would be full. Yeah. But it's worth coming back for. Taco Zone started um, as a place on the replay, right? At the back of the replay? that's right. Brad was uh, the owner that just introduced the tacos. He was a bartender at the replay, and then he started cooking there, and he made tacos, and it became such a hit and got so popular that they opened up their own separate location for Taco Zone. Yeah. It was so great having them at the replay, though. I know. I miss them. Man. <laughs> well, now at the replay is a Mediterranean food, so that's good, too. Oh, cool. Like Lebanese flour, I think. Oh, wow. So you can get a falafel sandwich at the replay. That's not bad. It's kind of like a taco. That sounds good. Well, where'd they go? Um... All right, I'm going to try. Is this the uh, chorizo? So I'm going to have Which the, one is that? What did you get? This is the... This is the... Is this the pork? No, it's the pork. That's the pork. Did you get a pork? Yeah. You want to try the pork? Yeah. What is the sauce they have? What do you think? Is this hot sauce? sauce? I Habanero think. sauce, Habanero sauce? Yeah. I never eat it. I also like how each taco filling gets different garnishes. Yeah. Like the pork has these pickled, re- pickled onions, the lamb head pepitas. Oh, wow. This one's really good. And that sauce has a little bit of spice to it. Mm. It's good. So you are always posting pictures of your cooking. Do you have, what are some uh, traditional Canadian recipes that you still cook? I make these um, German pancakes that comes from this like cookbook of like German Mennonite recipes. 
And they're like flat. They're like kind of like crepes. And you, and you make them really thin. Then you sprinkle sugar on them and roll them up. And you call that dinner. That's awesome. Sounds good. I made, I had a poutine party. I had a, I think I had a Canada Day party this year. I'll invite you to the next one if you want. It's Canada Day in the spring? No, it's July 1st. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I made, I bought short ribs and made like all day gravy and then got french fries and put that on. And my friend Carly brought cheese curds and we melted them on. Mm. It was really good. What else do I eat? What are um, beaver tails? Oh, it's like a... Or whale. Do they call them bear claws here? Like fried bread dough with sugar on it, with powdered sugar or cinnamon sugar. Yeah, like a really big donut. Yeah. Yeah. That's what those are. But it's shaped like a beaver tail, right? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a picture of one and it looked really big. It looked like yeah, an actual beaver. Yeah, they're like the beaver. size of a plate. Yeah. yeah. Big like a beaver tail. Looks really good. Yeah. And that's like a breakfast thing? It's like, no, that's like fair food kind of. Kind of like a funnel cake? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Ketchup chips. Like my parents always bring me treats from home when they visit. Ketchup chips. Coffee crisp is, is a chocolate bar. Um, I'm sorry. That was on my list of Coffee things crisp? to ask you about. Oh, yeah. I should have brought you. I think I had some. They're the ones you break up in your drink, right? No. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, co- what's a coffee crisp? It's like a candy bar, but you don't have to drink coffee with it. Mm-mm. It's like a flaky chocolate bar, right? Mm-hmm. It's like wafers and it's like coffee filling. It's a really light chocolate bar. Those are great. And there's also this brand called Glossette, which is my favorite. It's chocolate bars, but it's like chocolate-covered almonds, chocolate-covered peanuts, or chocolate-covered raisins. And the raisins are outstanding. Now, ketchup chips are just ketchup-flavored potato chips? Yes. And so what are, what are all-dressed chips? They have all the flavors. All the flavors in one chip? All the chip flavors. <laughs> in one chip? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Let me tell you a couple things about old Dutch chips in Manitoba or in Canada. I think the standard flavors are dill pickle, dill, dill, salt green, vinegar, warm. sour cream and onion, <laughs> barbecue. Some people would say dill is bright, not warm. Bright. I think it just depends. I think it's probably more bright than warm. Um, ketchup chips. What all, what other flavors? Yeah. So then an all dressed chip is all of those all of those flavor powders on the same chip. So what you get is kind of just like a really tangy chip. Uh, there was a thing out in the stores earlier this year, and they were all dressed. Canadian chips by like Lay's and they oh, were I think I saw those. and they had like a Canadian uh, they had the maple leaf mm-hmm. on it so it was like are these maple flavored <laughs> they were really good and they, they are good I haven't seen them in a while so I hope they're, they're still around but I would get those those it wasn't really great. a thing that I ate that much I was really into salt and vinegar oh you know what kind they have too is you might be interested in this Mexican chili chips no way yeah that sounds great also bacon Bacon yeah. Flavor, yeah, which you just call regular bacon, and we down here call it Canadian yes. bacon. But it's is it? Or I think it's just regular bacon. bacon. Different. Mm. Canadian bacon is like we call it, there. We call it back bacon, or my dad calls it <laughs> pea-meal bacon. <laughs> that was on my list too. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Beaver tails, coffee crisp. What about choke cherries? Oh, what are that? Choke what? cherries made it into one of my most recent songs. Really? Yeah. Choke cherries are, I think, a tree that, or like a bush, bushy tree that grows relatively well in Manitoba. Manitoba, it's like really hard to grow trees. It's so cold. It takes a long time for them to get big. So our farmyard was lined with choke cherry trees. And I would always grab a handful when I was on the tractor with my dad. and drive by and I'd grab a handful. And they're so astringent that your mouth just like puckers up as soon as you put them in wow. your mouth. They're awful. Inedible. Really? Ladies would make choke cherry wine. They're not good. You don't want choke cherries. <laughs> 
sushi pizza. Never, never had that. You have uh, Saskatoon berries on there? No, I have mm. pea meal bacon. Mm-hmm. Timbits. Oh, hell yeah. What are Timbits? Timbits are like donut holes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get them every time I go. Hickory sticks. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love hickory sticks. Oh, hickory okay, sticks. hickory sticks. Like a Slim Jim? No, they're oh. like a bag of chips, except the chip size is like the size of a, a matchstick. So there are these little potato matchsticks, and they have hickory, like salty, bacony hickory flavor. Whoa. They're so good. Really and you'd like good. eat them by the handful. Like four of your fingers would be like just laden with this hickory salt and then lick your fingers. Why hasn't that come down here? This, that I'll sounds bring you amazing. Some yeah, you just make a list and I'll bring you some stuff next time. Bannock bread? It's mm. that. That's an aboriginal food. It's just like a very simple flatbread that was baked or yeah, baked over a fire. When I was in third grade, we didn't have a science fair. We had a projects fair. You could do an arts project or a history project or a social studies project or a science project. And me and my two friends did one on, I don't know. Oh, yeah, we did it on Ojibwe Indians, which is the major tribe in Manitoba. And so we made bannock bread for it. We won first place. The bannock was pretty tasty. Awesome. Yeah. How do you make bannock bread? It's just like a very simple, like, flour, water. There's probably some baking soda or something that they did not have. Right. Man, I got to get up Oh, but there. then you, like, wrap it on a stick to bake it over the fire. Oh, cool. You just, like, stick it onto a... A stick and then hold it over the fire until it's not raw. Wow. And then you eat it with jam. So I gotta get some. I think the judges like this. Choke cherry jam. We did have choke cherry <laughs> jam. Yeah, my mom made that. That's not bad because there's enough sugar in it. I gotta get up there and get some hickory sticks. You really do. Sound really good. They're amazing. All right. So, did you get one of these chorizo? I did not. And potato? No. So these tacos are great. So, so far, so here on the show, we give tacos a rating of five golden tacos being the best. What rating would you give the tacos here at Taco Zone? Five. Five out of five? Yeah. What do you love? Wait, I'm going to take half a point <laughs> off, and here's why. Okay. I want a crispy option. Okay. Yeah. It's understandable. What's the one thing you love most about the tacos at Taco Zone? What, what do you think is their finest? Uh, I think that they're home cooked interesting recipes mm, the potato and chorizo is great really good i would give them yeah their original recipes home home cooked from scratch the size is great because you can eat a lot of them mm-hmm. i love the little tacos um, price is right price is great i would say i would say 4.7 out of five golden tacos yeah. what would you change or what would gain them the... I would like a crunchy option, too. I think that's a good idea. Maybe, yeah, maybe even more... I don't know. You know, everything's really good. But, yeah, a crunchy option would be good. I agree. can't really put my finger on why what would step it, step it up. It's already very, very good. So, mm. And the nachos are great. Yeah. And they have great margaritas. Amazing margaritas. It's a nice little uh, ambiance here in the zone. Uh, it's a good place to hang out and eat tacos. Fun social media account. Yeah. I nice love, owner. They have, I love their logo. Great logo. Great logo. Lightning bolt. Taco zone. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite. Good patio. Taco logos. How's the pa- good patio? Yeah. I mean, it's on a good street. Okay. I have been disappointed that they're not open late sometimes. If yeah. we're going to... If yeah, that, like if they would stay open as late as that Tinga Taco place Holy in Springfield, cow. this place would be 
could make a lot of money. Brad could get a hot tub. <laughs> yeah. So we do a segment here on the show called Bad Reviews Read in a Funny Voice, where we read bad <laughs> okay. reviews of Taco Zone in a funny voice. Oh, sweet. Would you like to read a bad review of Taco Zone? Yeah. In a funny voice. Bad reviews on Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Taco the Town. From Andrew B. The best thing about Taco Zone was the cute redhead working the front counter. Other than that, the green hot sauce was okay, but the pork burrito was far away from being anything Mexican, although it was wrapped in a tortilla. The pictures on Yelp were nothing like what I received. No pickled carrots, no cilantro and onions. Hopefully the cook was having a bad night and this isn't the way it always is. We'll, this is in a big font. We'll reserve further judgment until my next trip through Lawrence in a few weeks. We'll try the tacos then. One star. Wait, so he, he's going to try it again? He's going to come back for the tacos. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to see the redhead again behind the I wonder counter. if that's Hannah who plays drums in my band. She's redheaded. Oh, could be. I'll read this one. Becky L. says, After reading all the reviews, I was really looking forward to a good taco. But that is not what I got. The restaurant had an odd smell, and the chips were bland. The Jamaica hibiscus tea was gross and had an off flavor. I would not recommend this restaurant to anyone that enjoys good food. The pictures are deceiving, and the food looks beautiful, but the taste is not. Two stars. Damn, Becky. Becky, come on. They have Jamaica hibiscus tea here. Oh, their drinks are so good. They also have like a watermelon, mint, cucumber, agua. Oh, yeah. We'll call it. I'm looking here. Yeah, they've got... Do they have horchata here? Sometimes. That's good. Yeah. All of their drinks are great. So I remembered one more thing that they have in winter, pozole. Oh, what's that? It's... Oh, we should start a pozole podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Pozole pozole the town? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is there more than one place that soup. makes it? Oh, it's a soup. Yeah. Mexican soup? Yes. Ooh. It's pork and hominy, which is this like, do you know what hominy is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like when people are getting into getting along. Like, <laughs> like harmony. Ha- har- oh. No, that's harmony. Ha- like oh, singing hominy. together? Yeah. No, hominy. It's oh, it's like a herb. A herb? No, it's like a grain. A grain. Or maybe, yeah, it's like a I think it's a grain. It's like the size of a chickpea or maybe a little bigger than a chickpea, but it's kind of like corn-like. Okay. It's white. Anyway, soup with pork broth, hominy, and then you put all like these taco toppings on, some lime, cabbage, like shredded cabbage, cilantro. It's so good. Do they have chili in Canada? Yeah, but it's like... Different? So mild. It's mild chili? Is it kind of Canada like- doesn't like spice. Okay. So it's yeah. not like... It's not like- because East Coast chili is different than Midwest chili in the U.S. Right, yeah. Like Dude, in Cincinnati when they put yeah. it on the spaghetti. Spaghetti, Cincinnati chili. Oh, my friend Kavehi is from Hawaii. And so when she comes to a potluck in the summer, she brings vegetarian chili because she's vegetarian and macaroni salad. And they mix it together. And it's good. Ooh. I make chili a lot at home. But you put a lot of spice in it? I make mine spicy enough. Okay. I like the... Um, for taco seasoning and for chili seasoning, I use those Williams packets. Yeah. Williams taco. That's the stuff. The same place that makes taco seasoning. Yeah. I use their taco seasoning oh, yeah. too. Sometimes, have you ever had the chipotle flavored one? No. Williams chipotle. Yeah. Yeah. No. Comes in a packet. Yeah. It's chipotle good. Chipotle in a packet. Not the brand. 
Not the right. Re- it doesn't the taste like the restaurant. The flavor. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, I need to check that out. I need to just go buy some packets and just keep them. I don't need a lot of packet time. food, but tacos <laughs> deserve packets. There's a William seasoning plant in Lenexa. Oh, I'm aware. On the highway. <laughs> I took a picture of the mural the other day. Famous. If you ever want me back on the show, we could go do a tour there. That would be great. I'd love to go to a taco factory sometime. <laughs> me too. If there are such things. So yeah, we love Taco Zone. Um, to recap, Taco Zone located at 13 East 8th Street in downtown Lawrence, right off of Mass Street. If you're having a hankering for some tasty, authentic California taqueria-style tacos, stop on in Taco Zone. You won't be disappointed. We'll be right back after this break. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Have you ever had a paranormal encounter? Have you ever seen anything that you could not explain? Hello, my name is Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And these are the questions we ask every week alongside our trusty producer, Riley Bray, on the Bigfoot Collectors Club podcast. Every week we interview a celebrity guest about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness featuring monsters, cryptids, and UFOs. Want to hear Craig Ferguson's take on the Loch Ness Monster? Or what crazy ex-girlfriend's Rachel Bloom thinks about a mysterious concrete castle built in Florida by a lovesick inventor? Like a haunted house or a forest at night, our conversations are always fun and unpredictable. So check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, keep your eyes on the skies. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. Let's do Taco Topics. Okay. This is where I get your in-depth, deep taco feelings mm-hmm. just if you feel like you, you want to let it all out feel free okay this is an in-depth taco questionnaire you can give me some short answers long answers just whatever you feel okay question number one what's the one thing you look for in a taco sour cream <laughs> gotta have sour cream <laughs> it's preferred no you ever eat tacos without i mean oh yeah i have to it's not really like the way of tacos it's really american do you put but- sour cream in chili Hell yes, I do. You do? Sour cream and Cheez-Its. Nuh-uh. Nuh-huh. <laughs> wow. I See, I didn't grow up with the whole sour cream and chili, but we started doing it recently. And, yeah, that's um, good. I love sour cream. Sour cream, creme fraiche, creme, what's the, like, Mexican crema? Uh, crema? Yeah. Super, super white, if you couldn't tell <laughs> over the air, listeners. <laughs> I want sour cream and cheddar cheese. No, I like Mexican cheese. I like sour cream. I want sour cream in my tacos. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? I prefer hard shell tacos. What's that? Why? Did you say hotel tacos? Hard shell. Okay. <laughs> I prefer hard shell tacos. I don't care what they are, but they got to be hotel tacos. <laughs> I love hard, hard shell. shell tacos. Okay. I like them salty and crispy. Mm-hmm. Do you like hot or mild salsa? I'm kind of a medium. You know, it depends on what kind of salsa it is, I guess. Do you, like, like, do you ever squeeze a little lime on your top? I love squeezing lime on almost any foods. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm at home, it's like lots of sour cream, definitely some lime, lots of cilantro. I like fresh radishes on them. They give you a lot of fresh. We had radish on these, right? Some of these? Yeah, radish? some of them did. Yeah. Ew, when, I went, when they catered that wedding, they had a whole bucket of radishes and cilantro, and I loaded oh. my tacos up with that. That was really good. So you are cilantro and not cilantro? No. I'm cilantro. I'm pr- cilantro. cilantro. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, big time. If you're not eating tacos, mm. what are you eating? Okay. What's the main thing that you eat most besides tacos? Like for a meal, like maybe like bread and cheese. 
<laughs> butter on your bread? Sure. Not if there's cheese with it. Um, I, I like to eat sandwiches. I like to eat eggs. I like soup. <laughs> it's soup season. It is soup season. It's getting, it's getting there. Today was, is the first. I was cool boiling when I stepped out of the house today. I had to change my clothes. Yeah, now it's, and then I had to change again. Yeah. What's your favorite month of the year? October. How did you know? Because that's my favorite month of the year. It's my birthday we're, month. We're both birthdays. In yeah. October. What's your what day is yours? Twenty fifth. Twenty ninth. I like October a lot. It's a good month. Oh, but I do also like June quite a bit and July. By August, I usually burn out. I hate life in August. What about March? I kind of like March. I don't mind March. Things are looking up. Yeah. April's exciting. But you know, in Manitoba, we had the blizzard of the century in April. On April like 29th, one year. The year that I graduated from high school. Tell me about that. Oh, my God. I wanted to go to my boyfriend's house. He lived 40 miles away or something. I wanted to go there on a Friday for, for like, a night or whatever. I was 17. And the blizzard of the century was on the way, and my mom wouldn't let me go. And we got snowed into the house for days and days. I was so mad that I couldn't go and be snowed in with him. But it's good, because I probably would have been a teen pregnancy if I had gone. Well, how many babies were born oh my out of God. that? I don't know. But our, we had, like, a big picture window, like a probably a 10-foot window in our living room, and it, you couldn't see out of it after that blizzard. How many days were you guys trapped? I don't know, four or something. We were on the farm for a while. And then we had the flood of the century a few weeks later. So I didn't have to go to school. Was My graduating year, we like they canceled half of our exams or something. 97. Wow. It was I exciting. I always wanted to be stuck in a blizzard. I love blizzards. Blizzards are pretty amazing. I do too. I think it comes from my love of Empire Strikes Back. Love of what? Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah? And the snow planet. Yeah. Always wanted to live on Hoth, mm. the snow planet. Okay. And be like Han Solo and riding a tauntaun around. Who didn't? Yeah. Back to tacos. Okay. In your opinion, is Kansas City slash Lawrence, are they good taco towns? You can get a taco almost anywhere on any block of both of those towns. So, yes. What are some Especially of your compared to Winnipeg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite taco place in KC? Oh, boy. Any? I don't know if I have any. I can't. I don't know any of the names of the places on Southwest Boulevard that I've been to, but those are great. Sorry. That's okay. I can't remember. What are some other good taco, taco towns Bell. that... <laughs> <laughs> what are some other good taco towns you've visited? Um, you I've had ever... good tacos in Austin, of course. Yeah. How many... Have you played... You played South by Southwest, right? I don't think I ever have. You have? No. Did I? No, I don't think I have. I kind of avoid those kinds of things. You, but you've eaten tacos there. Yeah, I've eaten tacos That's there. the most important thing. Yeah, that's important. The college taco for me was at a place called the Red Pepper. It was like a late, late night taco place. In North Dakota? North Dakota. Pretty. I took my parents there once and they were repulsed. <laughs> it's like total dive. I love that your parents hate tacos at restaurants. <laughs> Place is pretty disgusting. Oh, okay. Like after bar place, and they had this. They had like big bottles of this special sauce, and the special sauce was I think it was just like watered down mayonnaise and salt oh, and pepper. No so good. They made grinders. Is that a? Yeah. Everybody knows what that is. Yeah. Hoagies like a hoagie and, with hot taco meat. Yeah. yeah. And then this mayonnaise, like weird watery like a mayonnaise. Joe without a without with mayonnaise. Added to it? A grinder? A grinder? I thought a grinder was a... Um, no, it's like a hoagie with a hoagie. taco meat. Uh-huh. No, okay, we don't. Okay, well, at the Red Pepper in Grand Forks, North Dakota, there was... You put taco meat on, and I think cold cuts, and this white sauce, and whatever iceberg lettuce they had. I don't know about this 
special sauce. It sounds really good. But their crispy tacos were good. I remember that. And I liked that sauce by the end of college. I wonder if it's still there. You think it's still there? Oh, open? yeah. I drove by it with my mom one time when we were driving there together. She got mad at you. She's like, I don't She's know. like oh, that place was so disgusting. Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Something that turns you off from tacos. Okay, here's a thing that I'm, I'm ashamed of this fact, but I, I try to like beef tongue, and I really don't. They have that here, I think, lingua. Huh? Lingua. lingua. Here they do? Yeah. In taco zone? I think so. Mm. I'll try it again. I'll try almost anything over and over again, Is it the except for ketchup. Real ketchup? I don't like ketchup. Me either. I grew up scared of ketchup. My friend Holly says ketchup is for pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had a uh, kid at school smash a ketchup packet at the lunchroom and it no. splattered on me. No. I, I've been uh, afraid Nightmare. of ketchup ever since. I don't blame you. It's disgusting. <laughs> ketchup chips are good. Different. That's different. different. Very good. You? Uh, you know, I like all tacos. Um, I, did have a, I did have a lingua taco. I don't think I'd eat a heart taco. What was the first thing you said? You had a lingua, oh, yeah. a, a tongue taco. I you wouldn't have. I, would I wasn't have, amazed try by it. it the the uh, it's kind of mushy. Yeah. And it didn't really have a taste. So sometimes I wonder if maybe if I cooked my own lingua, I would like it. You know, like get to know it a little bit. Yeah, raise it. Like <laughs> yeah, cut the raise tongue. a calf. Yeah. In your backyard, cut the cut tongue. its tongue out. Cook it. <laughs> Brian it, Season cook it. it, yeah. Chop it up, yeah. Make a taco, yeah. So this is the speed round. Just first thing that pops into your head. These are yay or nay questions. Okay. Do I say yay, yay or, or nay? <laughs> okay. So these are all taco types. I just want to know if you prefer it or not. So yay or nay? Taco pizza. Yay. Taco salad. Yay. <laughs> I think you're my biggest taco salad fan. That I used to be my a... thing at, at restaurants was really? taco salad. They had that at restaurants in Winnipeg. Yeah. Oh, so like... Like the big like show, the bowl. Stuff? Yeah. No, like at night. <laughs> like family restaurants. Oh, okay. That's like the one thing they would have that was taco-ish. So you get yeah. taco salad. You had a taco salad phase. Oh, yeah. You still big in that? Big time. I haven't had one for ages. Okay. Probably but that was your thing. 20 years or something. I would. I would have a taco salad. And sometimes when I go to like Chipotle or something like that, I will order three crispy tacos and crush them up as if they were a salad. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a love for taco salad right there. It's good, you know? Yeah. Taco burgers? Nay. Taco dogs? Nay. Miniature tiny tacos? Yay. <laughs> Big time. Choco tacos? Nay. It's like a it's ice cream dessert Yeah, I'm taco. familiar. Okay. They just don't look that good to me. Maybe it was like a salted caramel taco, that but that doesn't good. rhyme, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast from Taco Bell. Mm, can I say maybe? May, yeah, <laughs> may. Maybe. I, yeah. I try bite. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg for breakfast, a breakfast taco? Nay. Okay. Tacos, like, am I supposed to hold it with my hand? You have to hold it with no, your hand. No, nay, 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 nay. Slimy. Tacos served with french fries and nacho cheese. Yeah. Do you like a good chip and salsa with yes. your tacos? Um, or I just always eat? worry about filling up. Like home, ta- the most tacos I'll ever eat is home tacos. And then I don't eat anything. I don't eat any chips. Uh, but yeah, I like, I've binged on chips and salsa are many a, a time. Are you a queso fan? I like queso, but I'd rather have salsa. Okay. What do you stand on guacamole? 
Love it. Did you celebrate National Avocado or National Guacamole Day last week? I did not. I was not aware. It was last Sunday. Shit. Yeah. Maybe next year. Did you? What did you do? Yeah. I just got some guacamole. Here's the thing. I have a distrust of guacamole from restaurants and stores. Sometimes it doesn't look fresh. It just doesn't. It's not good. It's not as good. I like it homemade. What's your favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos? Something that really Um, gets you hyped. Gets me hyped. Like maybe... um, Maybe a little Michael McDonald. um, No, I don't know. I got to... I don't know. Boy, that's... There's a lot of songs out there. That's rough. That's a terrible question to ask somebody who cares about songs. Okay. Can you like narrow it down? Maybe just something that like you that that you like to listen to in your car with the windows down. Yeah. Uh, that real just something carefree. That's like I'm gonna go eat some tacos and have a good night. Maybe like Party in the USA, but Miley Cyrus. How yeah, about that? There you go. Okay. That's a great one. Yeah. Because like tacos are really American to me. Yeah, that'll get you going. That's yeah. a good one. I think that's her song. I don't know. Yeah, Miley <laughs> Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> if tacos were not called tacos. Some of your Canadian slang can come into this. If tacos were not called tacos and the word taco did not exist, what would be a cool Canadian name to name a taco? It could be a made-up word or a combination of already existing words. What is a taco? What would a taco be called? I mean, how about a... I was going to say a handy. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like... That sounds like a Canadian slang <laughs> term for a taco. That's good. That made me think old-fashioned. Oh, an old-fashioned, yeah. An old-fashioned like handy. <laughs> Something like that? Yeah. Oh, can I have a, uh, hey, Hoser, can I have a uh, beef handy? Yeah. And a, a, a soaker? Beef uh, handy and a soaker. Make it a soft handy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I get a soft chicken handy? <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Lo- it loaded up with sour cream, eh? <laughs> loaded up. A. Yeah. I forgot to ask you about A. Everybody knows. It's overdone. Yeah. So this is the time of the show called Taco to Me. Taco to me, like lovers do. Do you have a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? What's the strangest place you've eaten a taco? Like the strangest non-taco restaurant, strangest like oh, um, off-site gosh. location that you've had a taco? Hmm, I don't know. Um, I had fajitas in Scotland. Okay, I'm like thinking like I sat oh, like, locked in the trunk of a car. I found a bag of Taco Bell. I might have found a Taco Bell bag. Okay. In like a parking lot. Yeah, this like is what I'm after. There. And I might you have, have to go for it. I think I opened the bag up and there were some tacos <laughs> in there that nobody had. had. And I yeah. think I ate, I took a bite of one. And then I, and they were kind of soggy and I was like, oh, this no. is kind of bad. But I, I think I just ate those tacos. Ooh. And they looked clean to me. They didn't look, they'd been there for a while. I'm sure they were fine. Yeah. I have a, sec- I have a follow-up question. Okay. No, not a follow-up. Just another question. Have you ever had to take a break from tacos? You know, um, I did go through a fajita phase in uh, middle school, high school, college. I think college was my burrito phase. But I've never, I've never substituted tacos for any of those. Okay. I would always just do them in addition. In addition, to, yeah. yeah. So, like, if I had a burrito for lunch, I might have had tacos for dinner. But, mm. but yeah, I did go through a burrito phase, um, yeah. fajita phase. Did you ever have a fajita phase? Oh yeah, Applebee's fajitas, high yeah. school. Yeah. Loved those. I actually made fajitas two weeks ago at home. Really, they were great. Lots of sour cream. So much fun. Lots of sour cream. They're fun. They sizzle. They're fun. I use leftover steak from a cookout. They sizzle. I don't have like one of those fancy fajita pans or anything, but 
I love fajitas. That's, yeah. Steak yeah. or chicken. It's making me really hungry for uh, both. Um, yeah. I think I, get, I got chicken a lot. Um, I got steak a lot. Yeah. That was like the most expensive thing on the menu at Applebee's, yeah. too. I was, it's like fourteen yeah, ninety nine. Like, splurge tonight. <laughs> Mom and dad. Like, Mom, can I get fajitas? Like, just, and then whatever. you're just, yeah. Gosh, those were the days. Do you remember you? dining hall tacos? Like uh-uh. college dining hall? It was, ta- it was Tuesdays, Taco Tuesday. So you'd make your own? No, like at the dining hall, like cafeteria, they would have like taco They'd meat have tacos and out. stuff. That was my favorite dining hall meal in college. Yeah. I never had a dining hall. Oh. I, I never lived in the dorms. You would have loved it. So your show, before we end the show here, uh, your show this weekend yeah. at Myers Hotel Bar in, um, is that what it's called? Myers Hotel Bar yep. in Tonganoxie. Yes. What time does it start? It's, uh, the doors open at 7.30 and the show is at 8.30 sharp. We try to like keep our show times accurate so people know what to expect. How long do you play? How many songs are you playing for? What's your set? I'm going to play all throughout the night. Oh, okay. In and out. There's a few songs I'm not playing on, but like doing a few duets with everybody, um, playing bass on some stuff, playing guitar, playing my new Wurlitzer on some songs, cool. singing on a lot. So I'll be playing from the beginning to the end with a few breaks. I guess people can kind of keep their eyes peeled for that mystery hour appearance. I'm not sure when, oh, that, yeah. when you're going to appear If you could keep your eyes peeled and yeah, let me know I'll so I can let my parents know. Out. They would love to see it. But yeah, that's on Saturday nights at like 1230 in Kansas City. It, it should be coming up this month. It's probably in the next couple of weeks, your performance on there. So where can people find you on social media? I'm on all, all the sites. My name is Heidi Gluck. I've got HeidiGluck.com. Do you, you know, have an Instagram? Instagram, Facebook. My Twitter is kind of a bore. Every once in a while, I come up with something to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, cool. Thanks for being on the show, and thanks for talking tacos with me, and have a great show this Saturday. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at Taco the Town KC or on Twitter at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. If you got a place you'd like to recommend for us to review or to give us a taco tip, please send us a message to our email at tacothetowntopics at gmail.com. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi, and thanks to the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com as well as Heidi Lynn Glutes. Music can be found on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go, go eat, eat some, some tacos! tacos. <laughs>